Welcome to Pinewoods Chapel. We're glad you're here. Here's Pastor Chris Atkinson. In life, there are always events that lead to something happening. For example, you can't have a snow sculpture without snow. It's a simple observation about the world we live in. In order to make a snow person, it must be cold outside. Cold enough to snow. But not too cold or the snow won't pack. What defines a snow person is the snow that they're actually made of. Faith works much in the same way where we see events that lead individuals to faith. If you don't have a strong faith, maybe some of the events that lead us to faith haven't happened in your life. Or maybe they have and you haven't recognized them. For anyone who calls themselves a Christian, those who have faith, we would like to see other people come to express faith and salvation in Jesus. As a believer, we understand the change and the transformation we've experienced since we surrendered our life to Jesus. And because of that, we want others to have the same joy. But there are events that must occur for anyone before they come to faith in Jesus. So what actually are those events? Over the last number of weeks, we have been talking about faith and what makes for a strong faith. And we've been looking specifically at the letter in the Bible to the Romans, where the writer Paul talks a lot about faith. And what we see in the section of the letter that we're going to read today, we actually see Paul tell us what needs to happen before someone will actually believe in Jesus and find salvation for eternal life. If you have a Bible, let's open it together and, and turn over to Romans chapter 10 and Let's read through verses 14 and 17 together. If you don't have a Bible, you can just follow along on the screen. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. But they have not obeyed the gospel, for Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the word of Christ. So as Paul is writing this letter to the Romans, he's been talking to them about salvation and about the importance of Jesus and how faith in Jesus is what actually causes us to live with God eternally. And for those who believe, they need to confess and continue to seek after God. In this section, we see Paul raising these four questions about what faith actually needs before anyone can come to faith in Jesus. So here's the first thing that he mentions is that faith needs someone to go. 
these four questions that are found in Romans chapter 10, verses 14 to 15, just want to draw your attention to them. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him of whom they've never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they're sent? You see, Paul asked these questions to get us thinking. He asked that last question, how are they to preach unless they are sent? What Paul means when he says, how are they to preach unless they are sent? He means that someone has actually sent them to tell a message. God has sent us into the world every week as believers to tell the message of Jesus. There are other special sendings that God does. He spends, sends particular people or special people to special places at specific times. And God does that. And sometimes actually people ask you to come and, and to actually tell you. So can we participate in sending and going? Well, of course we can. It's actually quite easy. And as we gather together on Sundays, as we gather together in this context, we too can go and be in those places where we have been sent. But sometimes there's actually hindrances for us to go. Sometimes it's just time. Not having the time to be able to set aside enough time to go and participate in telling people about Jesus. Sometimes it's a lack of understanding. We just don't understand what we need to say. And so we can't really go. And of course we have all of the pandemic, not being able to leave our house and all of these stay at home orders that really restrict our ability to actually go. We read over in Matthew chapter nine, verses 37 to 38, that the harvest is ripe, but the laborers in this harvest are so few. God tells his disciples that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. That's actually one of the things that we need to be doing right now when we're talking about faith. We need to be praying earnestly that God would send laborers out into his harvest. And you'll notice that as Paul is writing here, he actually reminds us of this Old Testament passage where it says that we're actually beautiful when we go. He says, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. So will you go? Will you actually go and participate in sharing faith with other people? You see, faith needs someone to go. And that someone could be you. Well, faith also, also needs someone to speak. And again, these four questions we see in Romans chapter 10, one of those questions says, and how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to believe in whom they have never heard? You see, we are beautiful as we go and preach 
the same person who went is also preaching. Now, I know what you're thinking. Well, I don't know that I'm a preacher like you are, Pastor Chris. But there are so many ways that we can go and proclaim, because that's actually what the word preach means, where we can go and proclaim the truth about God. Because really all it is, is telling a truth. Well, what is that truth? Well, it's the gospel. It's the good news of Jesus. And this is really what it is. Humanity is separated from God because of sin and because God is the creator. And we are the creatures that he created. And there's this massive separation between God and man. But Jesus bridged that separation between God and man because Jesus died to take the punishment of sin and he paid the price to ransom us out of this grip of death that separated us from God. So how do we participate in preaching? Well, we can actually live the transformed life that happens when we know that we are no longer separated from God, that we get to live eternally with God. We have this transformed life because God, through the Holy Spirit, comes to live inside of us. We're letters that have God's stamp or his writing on us. We're thankful. We have this God consciousness about what God has done in our lives. We have a story to tell. So will you speak? When we speak, we also need something to say, and faith must be real to us. Our lives must be transformed by the faith so that we can actually speak correctly about faith. And faith needs someone to go, and faith needs someone to speak and to tell the story of how God has actually transformed your life. But faith also needs someone to hear. And again, we see, as Paul is asking these questions, he says, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him in whom they've never heard? Has everyone heard the message of Jesus? Well, actually, no. There are people right now living in Canada, probably living in your own neighborhood, who don't know the truth about Jesus and have never heard it either. The Bible is not read or taught in schools. The Lord's Prayer is not recited in schools. And most Canadian homes never pray at a meal. There are thousands of Canadians who have not heard the message of salvation through Jesus, and they're living all around us. On the other hand, has the world heard? Well, yes. An easy online search will reveal that every country around the world has Christian churches. Every country in the world has Christians. Some of the countries have large percentages of Christians. Others have very small, even less than 1%. The good news of Jesus has been heard 
in every nation. There may be individuals in those countries who haven't heard, but the gospel, the good news of Jesus, is in every country. And it's bearing fruit in every part of the world. So people have heard, but there are still those who haven't. So what did they actually hear? Hopefully, it's actually the true presentation of the gospel. And as Paul writes in this section, he actually says, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Now, sometimes there's all kinds of distractions that impede us from hearing. People don't express themselves well through poor communication. Other times there's just too much noise in our life. And there are many things competing for my time, your time, and our attention. But what is so important for faith is that faith needs someone to go. Faith needs someone to speak and someone to listen. Those who hear and take it seriously are actually really close to faith, close to receiving salvation as a gift by Jesus. And these are all ingredients or prerequisites that must take place for faith to actually be real to us and to come into our lives. So will you listen? If you have listened and you received this gift of life through Jesus, then go, speak, tell people about what God has done because this is actually a huge piece of faith. And these aren't the only things that help bring people to faith because faith also needs someone to believe. Again, as we look back at these four questions that Paul asks as he's writing, and really this is just a writing style when he asks these questions in Romans 10 verses 14 and 15, the very first question he asks is, how then will they call on him in whom they've not believed? You see, he's really drawing our attention to the fact that People won't even call upon God unless they believe in him. And faith is necessary in this process of getting to believing. Where we see that there are people who are sent, who speak, and then there are others that hear, and then belief is birthed in those people. But in order for belief to be birthed in those people, all of these other things need to be happening. We need people to go. We need people speaking. We need people hearing. And to see others come to faith in Jesus, all of us need to be participating in that process that actually leads to faith. So what are some practical ways that we can do that today? Well, maybe that means for you, that you need to go and tell someone about Jesus. And I know it's hard right now in the pandemic, but maybe you need to think creatively about that. And maybe you need to do it online. Maybe you 
need to do it in a letter. Maybe you need to pick up the phone and call someone. Or maybe that means that you have heard and you need to go tell someone that you have heard the good news of Jesus. You know, maybe you've been listening to our services here at Pinewoods and you've been following along and you've really enjoyed these things. You've learned some things and you're like, yeah, I want to have faith in Jesus. I, well, maybe you need to reach out to us as a church and let us know. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what's going on in your life because you've heard the good news of Jesus and you've believed. Maybe today you just need to stop everything that you're doing and, and listen and take what I'm saying very seriously and think about Jesus and what happens after you die and this promise that God has said that if you trust him and you uh, live for him and that you give your life over to him, then he will take care of you forever. And maybe for you today, you just need to believe because someone has come and spoken to you about Jesus and you have heard, but you have never believed. Today would be the time to believe before your time runs out. So will you believe? You know, it doesn't really matter who you are or where you are in this spectrum of these four questions. For some of us, we do believe and we have trusted Jesus for our eternal life and we believe everything about Jesus and the resurrection. For you maybe listening today, you don't believe those things or you have questions about those things. You see, we can all participate in the elements that lead people to faith, just in our own respective places where it's either I'm going to tell or I'm listening, or I'm actually believing and affirming my belief. I would hope today, as we, as we hear this, as we listen to this, that each of us would do our part to help other people believe. And if you're a believer, and you need to do your part, and maybe that is reaching out to someone and telling them, or maybe that is reaching out to our church and connecting with our church, or maybe you're not in that place where you believe and you've got more questions. Well, you need to do your part there too and call and ask if someone would come and help explain this whole thing about Jesus and faith. Let me take this minute and pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you that you have created the world that we live in. But more than that, that you love each of us deeply. So God, I pray today as we unlock your word that you would open up our hearts to believe. And Lord, if we already do believe and we're listening to this, that we would go and tell someone about our faith in you. Lord, that we would actually speak the truth about Jesus and see you do wondrous things in the lives of other people. But Lord, if we are struggling in this place of belief and we, we hear these things, but yet we've got hurdles or 
um, things that are causing us in our life that are hard to hear the message or hard to hear you, God. God, I pray that we would reach out. I pray that we would believe and trust you for all that you have promised is good. So, Lord, we thank you for this time. I pray, Lord, that you would touch every heart that hears and watches. And we pray all of this in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the ministry of Pinewoods Chapel, please visit pinewoodschapel.com and click give. Have a great week.